Welcome to Speaking On Demand, a podcast that breaks down the keynote speaking marketplace with speaker interviews, industry trends, and agent insights. I'm your host, Aaron Rayberg, speaker agent for Capital City Speakers Bureau. So what's it like to fly on an airplane right now? Maybe you're a meeting planner and you're worried about an upcoming meeting and what hesitancies your employees or members might have about jumping on a plane. Or maybe you're a keynote speaker who normally flies over a hundred times a year, but you've been grounded since March. Well, in this episode, my wife, Catherine Rayberg joins me and we talk about our recent flight from Chicago to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's Aaron Rayberg. I've got my wife, Catherine, with me today. And many of you know that we recently took a vacation out east to go visit Catherine's brother and his family. Had a great time. We're getting a lot of questions right now about what it's like to fly on an airplane and what it's like to stay in a hotel. And uh, since we did a little science experiment and just did both, we thought that it would be kind of fun to share that experience with you. So we're going to talk a little bit about the flight experience. We took Southwest Airlines from Midway, Chicago to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. We actually flew into a town called Manchester. And uh, in the next episode, we'll talk a little bit about our hotel stay, but let's focus on the airplane experience. So Catherine, thanks for joining me today. And uh, yeah, let's just talk about it. Great. Thanks for having me in your recording studio. This is a privilege to join Speaking On Demand. You know, it's interesting. I would say probably since age 21, this is the longest I've gone without taking a flight or staying in a hotel. I'm a frequent business traveler and also an avid traveler personally. So I was excited to get back out there and jump on a plane. Definitely a little apprehensive um, putting our family at risk, but it was interesting. We came across an article that said about one in 7,000 people will get COVID from traveling on a plane with the middle seat empty. Um, it goes up a little bit, obviously, when the middle seat is filled to one in 4,000. So felt like we'd done a little bit of research, um, had our masks and hand sanitizer in hand, and really anxious to see family we hadn't seen in over a year. So off we went and Overall, I would say it was a positive experience flying Southwest. What would you say? You know, the way that I've been telling people is like, I've just been telling them, this has been the easiest flying experience that I've ever had with a family, probably just with myself in general as well. Going through security with one person when you just have to be responsible for yourself, that's a piece of cake. But man, we we just rolled up there and uh, it, Midway Airport was was like a ghost town, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very quiet. Uh, we had a mid-afternoon, a one o'clock in the afternoon flight timed well for our 18-month-old nap time. And so that was really handy. Obviously, Southwest makes it very easy with two free check bags. So we took very limited luggage actually through the security line. But I would say from drop-off at uh, check-in, getting through the security line was probably less than 10 minutes. Um, we all were wearing masks except our 18-month-old. 
And um, at the point where, you know, you have to go show your ID, they do ask you to flip that mask off real quick just so they can confirm you match your your picture. But um, very, very good process. Kind of a funny thing that happened when we were going in, checking in. Um, we've flown with the kids several times and they never really ask for any sort of identification. So we've got an eight, six and a one-year-old. This time we get asked to prove that Christian's under two years old. Maybe it's because he looks like he's over two because he's like 30 pounds already. Um, but uh, so we're trying to figure out how in the heck do we prove we don't have his birth certificate with us. So we start checking our phones and we're trying to find health insurance cards. I show him a health insurance card. That doesn't work because it doesn't have his birthday on it. And I'm just starting to get really like <laughs> nervous. Like I'm holding up the line, holding up the line. And I turn around, there's nobody in line. And I know that the, uh, the clerk checking us in, she was pretty annoyed by the fact that it took us 15 minutes to find some proof, but it was also pretty funny because it was really low stress uh, at the end of the day. Yeah, I would say there in some ways may not be a better time to travel with a family. As Aaron mentioned, it was not crowded at all. And of course, all of the Southwest staff at check-in um, and at the gate were all wearing masks as well. Um, the rule was you had to wear your mask the entire time you were flying unless you were actively eating or drinking. They did offer a very limited snack service, just a snack mix and a glass of water. Uh, we actually just chose to bring on our own drinks and our own snacks. Um, and we were pretty limited in how often we actually even took a drink. I don't think I actually ever took my mask off at all. Um, our younger kids, um, we certainly wanted to let them when they were thirsty, they could take a drink of their water, but they did a really nice job. Um, I would say for peace of mind, we brought a big sanitizer wipes pack and we wiped down the seatbelt, the tray table, the armrest, the arm button, um, the headrest, really anything any child or adult might touch. Um, what was also interesting was that front pocket was quite empty. Aaron actually picked that up quicker than I did. It, you know, a lot of these new cleaning measures and sanitized measures that are going in place due to COVID. Um, so, you know, what it led me to believe what on earth were we thinking, you know, looking at all these magazines and checking out the best steakhouse in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or whatever the heck these magazines were, they were probably just filthy and uh, you're going to need to bring your own entertainment on on the the plane because, yeah, it's really stripped down and there's nothing available. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the boarding process? You know, Southwest, they do like A1 through 30 and then A31 through 60. That was a little bit different this time. Yeah, that was interesting. So you typically are gathered, no social uh, distancing involved on Southwest boarding. Well, now they've completely changed that and um, they still board A, B, and C groups, but you're only coming up 10 at a time. Um, we were not quick on the draw to get checked in. And so because we were traveling with families um, with kids under the age of six, we were actually able to check in right after the A group all boarded. So that all went pretty, pretty smoothly. So groups of 10 boarding at a time. And um, I was really impressed. I saw a sign that said Southwest was spending seven hours each evening doing extra cleaning. And I will tell you, when we used those wipes to wipe down our area, they looked pretty darn clean after um, we did a scrub down. So very nice, clean seats and clean area. Um, I did not get up and go to the restroom. It was allowed, um, but it was only a, we, we purposely booked a, a short direct flight. So we were sure to hit up the restroom 
just before we got on the plane and then found a family restroom right when we landed to make that a little easier for our family. Yeah. So overall, I mean, it was a pretty smooth experience. It, it just never fails. You want to, you want to time it up where you get to the airport just right. So you don't have to rush, but yet you don't want to spend too much time there and it just never fails. Like we definitely got there about 45 minutes too early, which was fine, but just know that you're going to be masked up from the moment that you step foot in the airport all the way to your flight and all the way through that flight and until you get grab your baggage and then you leave once exiting the air, the you know your arrival airport so be ready for that i mean it that is the longest i've been 4 hours i had a mask on at one time and for me that was that was you know the longest that i've ever done now we've got essential workers out there god bless everybody that is masked up every single day and, and is used to that already but if you haven't come out of the the quarantine transition yet or you know, if you're trying to prepare your kids for school, I think that's going to be a little bit eye-opening. You do get used to it. Um, the good news and something that I can report is that I, I saw darn near 100% compliance for mask wearing both at the airport and on the airplane. The only time I ever saw somebody maybe take their mask down was like Catherine said, if they were eating or drinking. So, I mean, it felt it felt about as safe as possible. And And we do know that you know, whenever you go around people or whenever you go to a place of public place, like an airport or an airplane, it is a calculated risk. Um, we're sitting here several days after our trip. Now everybody's feeling healthy and great. So hopefully everything stays that way. But, uh, if you're thinking about traveling, you know, make sure I would say, make sure your destination isn't like a large city because large cities aren't exactly the most fun place to hang out right now. But what we did is we just kind of hung out at the beach, hung out at, um, Catherine's brother's house and just had a great time. So um, I've got really nothing but good things to say about the flight and that whole experience. Our boys cooperated. They behaved. They wore a mask. Um, you know, they if you're under four, is it under four? I think they didn't really care. Two. Under two. Yeah, they didn't really care. But other than that, um, you really had to be masked up. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much a recap of our flight. Uh, it's what used to be very routine, I think now is seem, seeming very foreign and very risky. So after doing this little science experiment, we're happy to give you the lowdown on what our experience was like. Yeah. And kudos to Southwest for uh, making some changes on cleaning and the protocols. 60% um, capacity is what we were kind of guessing on the flight out and about 40% on the flight back. We were actually the only flight taking off from the Manchester, New Hampshire airport on a Tuesday evening flight. And that um, open middle seat is very, very handy. We as a family had our own rows and very few people near us on the plane. So um, very positive experience. I hope you all are able to take advantage of getting back out of the, your home, maybe even out of your home state. Um, and again, just do what's best for your family. We're not saying this works for everyone, but we did have a positive experience and um, just looking forward to uh, seeing what maybe the next step looks like for our family with travel. Thanks, Catherine. And I'll be putting this podcast out on social media. So I'll also post a few pictures of the what Midway looked like. I took a couple pictures where it was like a complete ghost town. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Join us next time. We will talk about our hotel stay and what it's like to stay in a hotel during the COVID-19 pandemic. Talk to you next time. To hire a speaker for your next meeting or event, 
contact me at area code 217-855-6909, call or text. You can also follow me on Twitter at Aaron Rayberg and check out my LinkedIn profile at linkedin.com slash in slash Aaron Rayberg. Thank you.